Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Our friends at MTE have uh, actually closed their downtown office on North Walnut Street, and they've relocated their staff from there to their new central office on New Salem Highway. Beautiful facility out there, lots of room and drive through and all, so you can get assistance or make payments there, or check out their St. Andrews Drive location. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. Today, we're talking about the Beasley Animal Clinic and Foundation. Executive Director Dawn Roberts is here, and uh, lots of good things to talk about. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Brian? Doing good. Doing good. Ready for... I know it's fall, but ready for fall weather. I know. It's been the weather. You couldn't ask for better weather like recently. The yeah. last week has been really nice. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, the, the mornings have been kind of crisp, even though the afternoons have been... So we've had a little of both, right. it, uh, it seems. You know? Yeah. And um, I know that our dogs kind of like going out in the mornings. They seem to have an extra bit of energy when they have that cooler air. Oh, that happens. <laughs> yeah, it does. Mine too. So they like the, I guess it, they just feel a little bit more perkier. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. They they have the zoomies. Yeah. I, I found out what the zoomies are. And uh, boy, they do have the zoomies when they go out in the mornings. Oh, that is cute. <laughs> that is cute. So uh, lots of things to talk about. We're going to talk about... Um, being a responsible pet owner today, I think, uh, and uh, you've got some events coming up, though, first, and I want to make sure we give uh, plenty of time to that, and uh, one is tomorrow? Yeah, one is tomorrow night at Bell Meadows Farm. It's our Barks and Bourbon. It's our third annual event. Um, you know, we're just grateful for all the distillers, distilleries that are, you know, have, you know, just love this event and continue to come out. Um, you know, Short Mountain's coming back, Uncle Nearest, um, Leatherwood Distillery from Clarksville, I mean, from Pleasant View, uh, Old Glory from Clarksville's coming down, um, Cat's Eye, Nelson's Greenbrier Distillery. So it's just, it's going to be a fun evening. Yeah. So, and we couldn't do it without our sponsors and Redstone Pro Credit Union provided our posters and um, Brian Nail gave us our event glasses that each attendee will receive. So... So, uh, are tickets still available? Can people still come? Uh, there's very few tickets okay. still left available. Yes. All right. So, yeah. So, if there are a few people out there, they probably need to get that done today yes. to make sure that happens. Yeah. Kind of walk us through what uh, Barks and Bourbon is. How does that go? I, you know, I think a lot of people, and I probably have asked you this before, but we can mention again. I think a lot of people maybe don't go to events because they don't know how it goes and what to wear and, you know, it, it's going to take up two hours or three or just one or come as you go. And so um, I always like to let folks kind of describe what it is, especially when we talk about it for next year. Yeah. So it's just, it's a really fun, casual evening. The venue is gorgeous. It's a farm. Um, and then it's just the distillers just come and you do bourbon tastings, get to talk to them about their different brands and find out more about them. And then there's just, you know, there's food and small bites that people can enjoy. And then Prohibition is coming out with their cigars. And so there's music, um, of course, a silent auction that helps raise, pro um, you know, funds for our programs. But but it really, you know, it's from starts at six um, till about eight, eight thirty, something like that. Okay. So it's it's a really fun evening. So and so um, the um, 
this is uh, an annual event yeah. for you guys. Yes, usually late fall, like late September. So yeah, so okay. if you know people can kind of keep an eye out for it for next year. Yes. And uh, also, I mean, it is called Barks and Bourbon. Will there be a few barks there? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> dogs are welcome. What is better than bourbon and pups? So, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for you to have an event that doesn't involve uh, animals. Right. <laughs> yes. 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 So that's good. Uh, so that is uh, again tomorrow night. Just a very few tickets available. Can they find out? more on your website yes. about that uh-huh. yes. okay. uh, and we'll put a link to that uh, on the podcast section here as well so uh, also what's coming up in November you want to tell us about so this is kind of just a new event for us um, you know I have a lot of people that read so many books every year I'm not a reader so it's just you know it's great that people do that so we are going to have like a book sale um, and um, people can donate their books they can come to the sale and it's going to benefit a kind of a new um, newly established fund that we've created at the foundation um, in memory of Amanda Oliver who was our old executive director who passed away suddenly two years ago so it's going to benefit the fund which we made in her honor which is going to help pet owners um, that need assistance with getting urgent non-emergency care um, for conditions that you know we don't treat in our clinic that they can go to a full service vet as long as they can get like a treatment estimate whatever they can send it to us send an application and through our approval process you know of course we're probably going to have more applications than we have funding for but we'll do our best to you know try to provide some financial assistance to bridge the gap so they can people can get access to vet care oh wow that that's awesome so yeah. i mean it, that was one of the last projects that amanda really was working on before um she, you know she's passed away so this was something that we wanted to do in her memory oh that's that's great uh so and so this helps to raise funds uh the beasley pages with purpose yes Yes. Okay. So more information on the fund and everything like that. Um, you know, they do have to go to a full service vet to get the treatment estimate and things like that, because these are stuff that we do not treat at our clinic. So now is it uh, um, treatment for like know, heartworm disease, okay. Okay. dentistry, um, you know, maybe some skin issues, you know, ear issues It's something that, you know, with out with a treatment, it's got a good prognosis. Um, chronic issues is a much more long term thing. So this is kind of more something that needs to be addressed urgent but not not emergency okay yeah yes. and something that um you you mentioned teeth and, and yeah. so you you think about dogs and teeth and it's like wow yeah <laughs> the little guys their teeth get bad quickly so mm-hmm. yeah and so that that is kind of a, a uh bridging the gap and so you can actually get that treatment even if you can't afford it or can only afford part of it kind of like that yeah it's just kind of a way that you know we see people you know surrendering their animals that they can't get back care you know we want to prevent suffering of the animal and we certainly don't want somebody to have to face the fact of having to do economic euthanasia just because they can't get some care for their pet. Yeah. Well, um, that is is great. So that's going to be on Saturday, November 11th, 9 to 1. And I guess the call to action now is um, if you're doing a, a donate uh, books, I guess would be right now. Folks yep. can just drop them off at our facility. Do yep. some cleaning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some fall cleaning. So very good. And uh, that's, that is, that is wonderful. Oliver Pet Assistance Fund. Uh, I, I'm no, Amanda would be honored that that happened. Yes, you know? yes. Well, that kind of takes us to our uh, next subject, honestly, about being a responsible pet owner. I mean, 
it's it's not um, cheap sometimes, right. you know, and yeah. so we have to be prepared for right. that. And I mean, things the way they are, everything is increasing and, you know, vet care is increasing along with everything else, dog and cat food. Oh, we are having a dog and cat food distribution tomorrow. Oh, good. At our location. Um, so from 9 to 3.30. Um, and so, you know, if you're just needing a little bit of help with feeding your cat or dog, please come by. So we're finding that people will forego their own meals to make sure their pets eat. So we wanted to make sure that everyone has what they need. And so do you just drop Drop by by. if you need that? Yes. Okay. Yep. Easy enough. And um, you're you're always taking pet food donations too. Absolutely. Yes. And that's kind of what keeps our uh, community outreach going because we do partner with probably six to ten other partnership organizations around the county that we provide dog and cat food to. So um, we've, I don't have the number offhand, but I think we've, like distributed maybe 5,000 pounds of food already. Oh, wow. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So if you have um, dog and cat food, just make sure that it's unopened. Yeah, unopened and unexpired. Unexpired. Yes. Yep. Very good. So uh, several ways that you can help the Beasley Animal Foundation and uh, the fundraisers obviously help keep things going at the clinic. Correct. Too. Yes. Uh, we have Don Roberts joining us today. So, uh, responsible pet ownership so let's i guess talk a little bit about that okay. today so that it's more than i mean i think we focus on a lot of the care and you know keeping pets happy and healthy but you know being a responsible pet owner you also have to understand the laws and ordinances that are you know statewide as well as local so um there was one that was just um passed in july um, kind of defining what adequate shelter is um, for outside dogs. Oh, okay. Um, before it was kind of very vague, and so it kind of was just, you know, everyone just, it was hard to really enforce because everyone could have just, you know, um, up to interpretation of what's adequate. So this law took effect in July 1st of this year. Um, and so, you know, pet o- uh, dog owners that keep their pets outside really need to be aware of this, that, you know, they have to have access to shelter, shade, water, and food, and a clean environment. Um, it must be constructed um, with sound and substantial material that is sufficient for protecting the dog from inclement weather. So to my understanding that um, it's not like a just under a deck or on a porch or anything, it's got to have a roof and be enclosed on all sides um, with an entrance that is big enough for the size of the dog to get in safely and move around. Okay. Has to be well ventilated to kind of just provide relief. Um, you know, they be- need to be able to lice you know in a normal manner and you know keep themselves you know keep it sanitary so march to october the structure needs to be properly shaded to help keep it cooler and then in november to february um it just must be you must like have some sort of bedding material in there to help keep keep them a little bit warm so um this is quite um much more clearly defined than what's been in the past so you know if you are concerned about you know what exactly you know, if you're not sure of your shelter, that just reach out to your animal control or your law enforcement and just kind of get clarification for that. But basically, it's just to provide a secure shelter that keeps them warm, dry, cool, and when the bad weather comes and just keeps them safe. And also, if you have questions about that, if you just do uh, a Google search for, you know, updated adequate shelter requirements in Tennessee, right, that's going to that's gonna show you. Right, yeah. And, and uh, all of this is to try to make a dent in some of the really honestly cruel living conditions for 
for pets right. that that have been found i guess yes. recently yeah yeah i mean we you know it's you know if a dog is gonna i mean yeah there's gonna be dogs that have to live outside for one reason or another but this is just to kind of make sure that they're as comfortable as possible they have a clean environment they stay warm they stay cool and they can get out of the inclement weather so not out of the snow and rain and blaring heat and things yeah. like that so uh, you know a lot of people have um you know farm animals you know uh blue healers on the farm right. to help you know with yeah. that or if they're a hunter or things like yeah. that so i'm sure that the, they're probably but th- th- those guys usually are are not the problem right <laughs> right yeah so, so there's exceptions you know it's you know your military your police dogs that are working in search and rescue you've got your train people that are actively training them for hunting um you know either you know trials and other sports competitions and then if you have your service and assistance work so there are you know there are exceptions and so it's just best to kind of but i'm finding that a lot of people really didn't realize that this took place and so you know it's just kind of way one of our programs is education so just making sure that everyone is in compliance so they don't get a knock on their door by somebody neighbor complaining or something like that sure so. i mean it, it is good to know that's you know a lot of times we hear about a few of the uh, maybe hot button issues when when those laws are passed by the legislature and not that this one isn't but it's it's one that kind of flew under the radar right yeah yeah. So, and you're, you're, we're specifically talking about dogs, or is it dogs and cats? Well, I or? mean, this was. I mean, it's more. You know, it's pretty much this law is for dogs. For I dogs, mean, cats. Yeah. I mean, yeah, cats. You know, you need to. Cats make, are unique. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cats. If you have a feral colony or you have an outside cat, you know, just make sure that there's a shelter they can get in and out of the weather. Um, you know, and cats are different. They cats are, you know, but a lot of it, dogs are chained. So yeah. you know. Cats can go find a shelter, you know, because they're free roaming usually if you have an outside cat. But dogs are sometimes chained, so you just need to make sure that that shelter is reachable and things like that for a chained dog or or something like that. So. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously you can um, find some really deplorable conditions that uh, the animals can be kept in, and so hopefully this helps to add some teeth to that yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm sure that not only are the requirements for adequate shelter um new with this law it, it's it's something that's more enforceable maybe right i mean i think it gives a little bit more you know power behind your animal control or law enforcement and there's really good meaning you know loving pet owners that you know they just you know they might think that a, under a deck was good and it might keep them dry but that might they just need to make sure that it falls within these these requirements sure and um we're talking about a well the picture that's on this piece of paper you know shows a doghouse with an entrance uh they can get in but uh, you know the the door is offset and i've learned over the years that not having the the entryway to the doghouse right in the center move it to one side that way they're is a place where they can keep the wind off of them on four sides. Oh, yeah, away you know, from the draft. Yeah. Just, just a few little things to uh, yeah. to kind of think about there, and because uh, you know winter time is coming and that can be a tough time. <laughs> yes, it, you know it gets chilly. <laughs> well, Dawn, I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. That's Thank good you. information. Yeah. Uh, Dawn Roberts with the Beasley Animal Foundation and Clinic joining us here on Rutherford Issues today. That's going to do it for our show. Hope you have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>